this video, I'm going to be sharing with you the truth on soul agreements, soul contracts, and pre-birth agreements that no one tells you. Welcome back to another video. My name is Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now in this video, I'm going to be sharing with you more on your soul, understanding who you are at a greater level, understanding some of the things that you planned out before you were born and what are called soul contracts, understanding more about this idea and how you can begin to, with awareness, understand who you are as a spiritual being. When you know this, it changes the way you go about your life because you start to diffuse a lot of the past, maybe even diffuse some of the soul contracts that you have with people that you're not even aware of. Now, let me tell you a little bit of a story. And this story is about you in higher dimensional states of consciousness when you were deciding to come to earth. Now this may sound a little bit esoteric, I'm sure it does. And the truth of the matter though, is that you are an immortal spiritual being living a temporary human experience. All the great teachers of our past, enlightened people, the spiritual leaders of our past, they all point to this understanding that energy is not created nor destroyed, it simply exists, that you exist right now beyond that of just that of the physical ego structure that you are using, which means beyond the body. You are beyond the body, but growing up, guess what? We're told growing up that this body is who we are and what we are also encouraged to do is to infuse and to really engage in our senses. Eat a little bit more food. Would you like to supersize that? Where and are you going to watch this movie, the stimulation, all of this bringing us more into the senses and the more that we're in the senses, the more that we re-emphasize our body and the less we are aware that we are more than our body when in actuality we are immortal spiritual beings living a temporary human experience. This body is a vehicle. It is a vehicle that our soul is using. Your soul is using your body as a vehicle. But when we become identified with just the body, we limit ourselves. We then experience less than what we are capable of because we identify with thinking this is what's real. These five senses, ways that we interpret vibration is all that I am. That's what we grow up believing because that's what society, social conditioning has us believe. But right now on the planet, it's a time of awakening. You are awakening. If you're even watching my videos, you are awakening. Now, the thing, the story I want to tell you is about you being in higher dimensional states of consciousness. The truth is you are a multidimensional being and you are an immortal spiritual being living a temporary human experience. At one point, your soul, who you are, you could say this is your higher self. There are many different ways of looking at this, but you were chilling in the higher dimensions chilling in the higher dimensions where there is unconditional love and bliss. You don't experience the lower vibrational emotions of shame, fear, guilt, anger that we do here. And you were chilling and you decided that even though you could manifest things instantly, you could literally teleport and go wherever you want with the power of thought. You are not bound by time and space. Anything you want, you instantly were able to experience. You could be around people that you've been around for or souls that you've been around for a very long time and you exist literally in unconditional love and bliss and you have connections to many different planets as well. It's woo, that's kind of scary, right? But the idea is you as an infinite spiritual being did not decide to put all of your energy on one little planet, even though this planet is amazing. 
To think that we would just put all of our lifetimes and our experiences on one planet is so uncreative, as if that was all that we're capable of. Every single person on the planet is multidimensional, whether they are aware of it or not. And they have existences in many different ways and on many different planets. And these planets, right now, we're becoming more aware of this connection we have. And that's why people are becoming aware also on the planet that ET connections is something that we all have and that the government's known about, the government, the, the uh, whatever we want to call it, the industrial military complex, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's about understanding that we are multidimensional. So we're in the higher dimensions, we're chilling. And what we decide is we decide, hey, let's go to this place called Earth. Earth is a, is a third dimensional reality. But right now on the planet, there is this awakening that's happening where there's this speeding up of vibration. And when you go to this place on Earth, you forget who you are. Whereas in the higher dimensions, we're like, this is who I am. I am a higher dimensional being living a temporary human experience. However, what we decide is we're going to go to Earth and there you can really think about what you want. Like in the higher dimensions, I think it, it appears. But in the third dimensional reality and what it, the way it is on Earth right now, is you think about it, you cultivate it, you put in emotion, and using time space reality, you eventually experience it down the line. Or if you raise your vibration, you experience it a little bit faster. And on Earth, there's this time and space, there's a duality, there's gonna be good and bad there both, but maybe if I go there, what'll happen is I can help people wake up because there's awakening happening, and the more people that wake up, the more this energy begins to increase, and the more we go through this collective shift in consciousness. And there's also certain things I'm going to be able to learn in this life because because the vibration is speeding up so fast, I can work through so much more karma so much quicker because in the higher dimensions, things happen instantaneously. There's instant karma, but you're also in a higher state to where you feel unconditional love and bliss. So needing to experience the drawbacks of certain consequences isn't as relevant because you're more in universal, in a, in a unity consciousness already. So you say, you know what, there's a lot of maybe karma that I've had thousands of years ago that maybe I'll go and deal with right now. Some good, some bad, doesn't have to all be bad karma. So you say, you know what, I'm going to go to this place called Earth and there's, some, there's certain things in karma that I want to deal with. And guess what, you were chilling in the higher dimensions, feeling unconditional love and bliss, and you turn over to your homies and your soul family and whatever name we want to give it and you go, hey. I want to learn this lesson in this life. I want to learn more about unconditional love and worthiness. I want to start to feel more worthy about myself. And looking over at your homie, they look at you and they go, okay, let's work this out. Let's figure out how we can play this out. And maybe that homie had other past lives with you at different incarnations, maybe even in different 3D realities. And it says, you know what? This will be a perfect opportunity for both of us to let go of this karma, this, this energy. We can begin to diffuse it. So you say, you know what, let's write out this soul contract to where at a certain point in our lives, we link up synchronistically, we, it looks synchronistic, of course it is synchronistic, it looks coincidental, but you link up with this person and guess what, you're able to learn certain things. And maybe even some of these aren't the most pleasurable things. Maybe some of the people in your life that have done the worst things to you, that have backstabbed you, that have betrayed you, maybe in higher dimensional states of consciousness, you chose this as a soul contract with them so that you could learn more about yourself. Now you may say to yourself, what could I learn about that? This person backstabbed me. This person did horrible things to me. 
However, maybe those negative things that happened allowed you to go more within to reclaim your own sense of worthiness. Maybe the most negative things that have happened to you have allowed you to reclaim your own power. And maybe in higher states of consciousness, it's an act of unconditional love from someone that's helping you to diffuse and to learn more about yourself. Now in the moment, this looks like, why would I ever do that? Why would I go through that pain though? Why isn't there an easier way? And the thing is, sometimes the most negative things that happen is, especially people going through a spiritual awakening or waking up first. If you're watching my videos, you're waking up first because as more and more billions of people come on for this, it'll start off with millions of people are awakening right now, they're gonna look around and you're gonna be able to help them. They're gonna see you even just as an example and it's gonna help them wake up to more of who they are. And the thing is, is the most negative things led to many people going through a spiritual awakening. I had an abusive ex-stepmom that was in my life from 7 to 15 years old. Maybe you've heard the story. She was mentally abusive, physically abusive, emotionally abusive, manipulative. And it was horrible. However, 15 years old comes around, then that contract ended. It was a sole contract that was there between the ages of 7 to 15 for me. For my brother, it was, he was a couple years younger. And when she left, then a whole bunch of stuff happened. And first off, in it, a lot happened. I started to not think I was worthy. I started to believe that, why would this happen to me? All of this stuff happened. And then even years later, after she wasn't in my life anymore, I was still feeling this negative resistance. And guess what I eventually figured out? That that is a sole contract we had so that I could go deeper within myself. Maybe if I didn't go through all that pain, it wouldn't have eventually led me to my spiritual awakening. So that's what I had to learn how to do is I had to get to a place to where I would become at peace with it. So for all this stuff, when it comes to soul contracts, first off, recognize that you have decided it at a certain level, even if it appears to be something negative, but what you can learn to do is you can learn to allow it to be there. You can, allow your, uh, you can allow yourself to let these things be and understand that you're an immortal spiritual being living a temporary human experience. And there are certain contracts you've made with people synchronistically. Even soul contracts in my own life that I recognize. Things that look completely synchronistic. People coming into my lives came for a certain level of awareness of me learning certain things. Now, you could have soul contracts for many different things. You could have soul contracts. I know there was someone in my life that came and kind of, in a way, awakened me to certain things. But then when that soul contract was over, it diffused with that person. However, and it was somebody that I think in a past life something happened, and it, but nonetheless, it was something to where it was like kind of spawned both of our, like my journey in a certain way to where I became more aware of this whole spiritual stuff. And it was something that propelled me and it was a soul contract at a certain level. However, then there'll be soul contracts for many different things. You could have soul contracts with family members. They're just these, these contracts that we've made, you know, contracts we think so physical, right? Like we actually signed this contract. It's an agreement that you made at a higher level. Now in the same way, there could be lovers. It could be somebody, a soulmate, for example, that's a soul contract saying we're going to be together. We're going to be experiencing this together and we're going to come and we're going to activate each other in certain ways. That's a possibility as well. There are many different layers to this. Now, soul contracts is every little minute thing 
planned out before you were born. And the idea is the way that I've been explained it before from someone named Bashar, if you guys know or heard of Bashar or Daryl Inka who channels Bashar, is that it's in a way soul contracts are like this. There's a certain hallway that we're going to go down. That is what we plan to do is go down that hallway. Now, the way that we walk down that hallway is up to us. You could skip down that hallway. You could jump up and down that hallway. You could somersault. You could walk backwards. You could roll. However you want to do it, go down that hallway though is something that will eventually happen. So it's the way that it happens that's up to us. Certain people come into your life and maybe you guys aren't ready for each other and you guys go in a different direction, but maybe you guys come back together. There's a timing for everything and these is, this is all something that is planned out at a deeper level because we think in time of past, present, future. Time all exists now. And here's the thing too, when you go to bed at night and you're dreaming, dreaming isn't all that you're really doing. Dreaming is your brain's interpretation of a higher vibrational energy. Most of the time we just get symbols of things that we can learn in our awake state in our life we things that we remember oh yeah that happened or this dream happened and this is the symbolic representation of what it means however there's so much more that happens now what's really happening when you go to bed at night is you're waking up beyond the physical ego body that you have and you're waking up to this multi-dimensional aspect of you and in this multi-dimensional aspect of you you have abilities you can't even imagine and what happens is is in that higher self state, you merge with your higher self, you plan out the next day. You may say, you know, I'm going to go do this, go do this, go do this. Some of it's going to be normal stuff that's on autopilot, but then this person will get brought into your life. That's all synchronistically brought through with the collaboration of your higher self. And your higher self helps you with that to bring through certain synchronicities. So when you go to bed at night, in a way, you're prepaving certain things and there's still free will. There is still free will. But what happens is there'll be certain opportunities that if you embrace, then propels you. But you have the choice to do it or not. It may be something doesn't hook. Maybe you had an opportunity and the higher self, your higher self helped to bring this into your life. It comes in your life. But then what happens is you somehow, you, you don't take up on that opportunity. That's okay. That's free will. But what happens is the higher self, maybe a couple weeks later, brings through another opportunity. And then maybe you still don't listen. So maybe your higher self helps you and helps you to learn some type of lesson or to learn something so that then the next time it happens, you actually bring it through. You see, there are many different ways that you merge with your higher self at night. And if you start to allow all of this to be, you start to allow more, you'll find that things happen even easier for you. But you have to be aware that you're an immortal spiritual being living a temporary human experience. So pre-life agreements, soul agreements, soul contracts, they're all already there. You've already set them in place. The only way you miss an appointment is if you worry that you're going to miss an appointment. Just allow everything to be. And even then, things still get brought to you. This is why letting go is so powerful. Now, how do you know? when you're done with a soul contract. Now there may be certain negative soul contracts in your life. Maybe, maybe somebody was abusive to you and it served you because now you're aware that you're worthy and you don't deserve that and it served its purpose. Do you have to keep that soul contract going? No. You can make a choice to rip up that soul contract. Now this is all the physical way of us understanding it, but you can literally imagine yourself saying, and this is the key, you want to let go of the negative charge with someone. So this is how you let go of a soul contract. You first off become at peace with it. You recognize that you chose it just as much. 
Because otherwise the power is them doing it to you. You recognize that you chose it as well. That lets go of the negative charge. That also allows you to forgive them. Then what you do is you say, thank you, X, Y, Z. I said, thank you to my ex stepmom, even though it was abusive and all of this stuff, thank you because it eventually led to my spiritual awakening. And because I'm able to recognize that, then what I can do is I can set it free. Thank you, but from now on, I choose to be in my own power and I cut these energetic cords with you. You can imagine yourself doing that. You can imagine yourself taking this contract, ripping it up with love, <laughs> rip it up with love, and then you could burn it. You could even do that as a ceremonial type thing. Write out your soul contract with someone. Like write out what it was that you taught me this, this, and this. Thank you. I set you free. You set me free. Rip it up and then burn it. You burn it in a fire. Safely, of course. But nonetheless, this is something that you can do. And then by doing that symbolically, you begin to let go of the energy flow of that. So understand soul contracts, soul agreements, pre-life agreements. You're an immortal spiritual being anyway. And you exist beyond just this three-dimensional reality. You were literally chilling in the higher dimension. The people, you chose your exact time of birth because it had certain astrological influences and numerology for you. You chose your name, whether you're aware of it or not. You make no, my parents chose this name and I don't even like this name. You still chose it at a certain level because there's a certain vibration that comes with the name and your parents say, oh, I like this name, but really you infused it and it was agreement they made with you to have that name come through. That name popped out of them a little bit more when they were going through little baby books or when that name came to them. So understand it's all in perfect alignment. You're an immortal spiritual being. You are literally chilling in the higher dimensions. Other souls were around you, friends, family, even people that you think in your life now are enemies may actually be someone that's compassionately helping you. And as you become aware of it, you then see that then you chose to come here and right now on the planet, there is a soul agreement for you to wake up more and more. We're going to continue to wake up as time goes on. You are a light worker, somebody that is meant to be carrying your light to help other people to wake up and to transform. And right now is the planet, the time on the planet of this. So for this process, another thing I have that will help you to wake up to more of this is raising your vibrational set point because in higher states of consciousness, you perceive of more of what you want. So one of the most powerful meditations I've made is in the top of the description box below. It will help you to raise your vibration in a very powerful way and listen to it for 21 days. It'll change your life. Also, I'm going to be doing more live Q&A's on Instagram. So if you haven't followed me on Instagram yet, you'll see right there. I do live Q&A's. You can ask me questions about this. Plus I do two posts a day. So I have native content there as well. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know what you think of this video below. If you want me to do more videos on this, then I will. If you could like this video, if you've liked it, subscribe if you haven't. And other than that, as always, peace, much love and namaste.